0: Think you know what way it's going to go? Make your bet at Sports Interaction.
1: We're on the road to the Super Bowl, and Sports Interaction has you covered pregame, live betting on all major sports and prop bets. Want to bet? Head to sportsinteraction.com slash sdpn. 19 plus please play responsibly so i started taking ag1 as part of my morning routine and as someone who's always on the go and trying to get the right nutrition is something that i've struggled with for years but ag1 honestly makes it so convenient like one scoop in the morning it's all your health products in one i just have my ag1 my coffee and i'm ready to go by far the easiest habit I've added to my daily routine in 2023.
0: So I love it. I love it because it helps me uh, to know that I'm hitting my vitamins and my greens intakes daily. I also feel phenomenal physically. I have more energy uh, for the gym, for my workday, and even for practices uh, whenever I have them during the week. I also love to start the new year with some goals. We spoke about it to keep that kind of like in the focus of like self-care self-help. And AG1 is helping me have a healthier lifestyle right now. And my routine is easy to keep. I'm telling you, this one is a guaranteed achievable goal for this year and a new healthy habit I will keep for sure moving forward. So I love it. Thank you, AG1.
1: If a comprehensive solution is what you need from your supplement routine, then Athletic Greens is giving you a free one-year supply of vitamin D and five free travel packs with your first purchase. Go to athleticgreens.com forward slash T-K-K-S. That's athleticgreens.com slash T-K-K-S. Check it out.
0: She scores! Take a moment to look up at the ceiling. You're about to bust through it. Hey! SDPN, the PWHPA, and Sports Interaction. Wanna bet? Presents, Hockey, like you've never heard it before. The Noxie and Cax Show, with Liz Knox and Carol M. (laughs) Let's get it, go.
2: Welcome, hockey fans. As you watch today's episode, please watch out for flying pucks. Although measures have been taken to ensure your safety, in some instances, the puck may be propelled into the seating area with enough force to cause serious injury. The Noxie and Cax Show, sdpn and its members are not responsible for any injury that may occur before during or after today's episode sit back and enjoy Woo! that was awesome of course that is our very special
1: guest today coming off her breakout performance as the in-house pa at the world junior championships in halifax nova scotia hailing from guelph ontario You may recognize her as the play-by-play voice from the PWHPA secret Dream Gap tour stop in Truro, Nova Scotia. We are so lucky to welcome the show. Izzy,
0: Izna, Iznash, German. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Thank you, guys. You well your done. handle I'm stumbling over. Like.
2: Welcome, welcome. <laughs> Bienvenue. This is good. Merci, merci. No, this is so exciting. I've been listening since episode one, season one, so this is really exciting. Loyal <laughs> fan, and we're happy to have you finally on the show.
1: Um, let's start back in Guelph, where it all started. Tell Ooh. us a little bit, because before you were, you know, in your role now as a commentator, play-by-play, and now You were, of course, a hockey player. So take us to where you grew up playing and kind of how
2: your playing career panned out. Yeah, well, I'll take it even before Guelph. I was a little Oakville Hornet to start. I'm very proud of my little Oakville Hornet. Um, I think I was there for like one year when I was five. Um, (laughs) But I have a really, really cool picture with the 98 uh, women's Olympic team from from Oakville. And and specifically Vicky Sanahara, um, who I then got to to find an athlete, Maddie Walsh, who plays at the University of Toronto. So that was surreal. But yeah, my family and I moved to Guelph. Uh, I was six years old and uh, I was just playing house league and um the gym teacher at my my school kind of said like she needs to be in something bigger um and introduced me to girls hockey in Guelph and at the time it was kind of more up and coming um there weren't many teams so I actually had to play on a team I was 3 years younger than the girls mm-hmm. and uh I had a great time we won the OU- OWHA championship in 2002 which was the first yeah. championship for Guelph um, I have like a really cool video of me scoring a double overtime goal in um, <laughs> okay, the semifinals. I hear a little brag here this <laughs> is so much of a brag because like that was 2002. So if you do the math, I was 10 years old. I peaked at 10. Um, <laughs> And so I have to use, that's like my greatest moment ever. Um, and my mom still has it on a VHS. I'll have to get that on DVD so I can continue to brag about it later on. Or USB, whatever you can. I guess USB now, Uh, DVDs are dead too. (laughs) Oh gosh. Um, but yeah, Guelph was a, a ton of fun and I, I chose, I'm very lucky I didn't have parents who really pushed me in hockey, um, to kind of, do more if I didn't want to do it, and mm-hmm. um, but I, I continued to to love hockey until um, I was I was lucky enough to to get an opportunity to play at Dalhousie, and you know in in Guelph there's there's still a lot of amazing memories. I I played for my high school. That's something different here in Nova Scotia. They don't necessarily play for both their high school and their mm-hmm. their club teams. They kind of have to pick. Mm-hmm. Um, but I was so fortunate to play with both teams, and and we went. I'll brag again, Cax. Let's um, I love uh, four it. Four consecutive Quasa championships when I was uh, in high school. So that's wow. That's still something that okay. I, I love. So and everywhere
0: you went, Izzy. Championships
2: were kind of. Short. I am still ten waiting years old. For like Gina, <laughs> good morning. Still. Hi, do you need help? <laughs> um, I don't think you saw me, handled, but I golf. <laughs> <laughs> but um, okay, yeah, right. you saw me a ten. <laughs> that I scored <laughs> once. Here's the VHS for you. <laughs> Here's
0: the VHS. going to be demo tape.
2: But yeah, that like I, I love golf. I love getting home. I don't get home enough. Um, I'm really excited to go back. Oh, that's that's
0: awesome. Okay, so wait, you said it brought you to Dalhousie. So Mm -hmm. then uh, you went over to East Coast. So what brought you also to... Nova Scotia I'd say like my parents
2: I just kind of wanted to leave (laughs) I was just like I gotta get out of here um I uh yeah my dad's a pilot my mom's a flight attendant traveling was always kind of in our DNA um and I I hadn't had the opportunity to do a lot of that just because of hockey in Ontario and how demanding Mm -hmm. it was so I figured if I had the opportunity to play hockey out east it would be really I'd never been to Halifax Nova Scotia I'd never been to Atlanta Canada Um, So I I just thought it would be a really good opportunity to explore a different part of Canada. And um, I had a friend who was going and she kind of said, let's figure it out. And I was lucky enough to, uh, to play on the the Tigers team. And it was it was the best decision. That's, That's awesome. awesome. Did you I play four or five years there? What, like,
1: ha, Tell us about your AUS career.
2: Yeah, so part of my AUS career, I guess, leads into a, a story that I omitted in my my Guelph days. But I, I got a severe injury in grade 12 at the OFSA of Championships. Um, I was knocked out and uh, suffered a, a grade 3 concussion, which is actually a brain bleed in medical terms yeah in medical terms um and i didn't find out until october so i got hit in march um i had fractures in my neck i had a a ton of other injuries um and so the the doctors and i was in a very rural place the doctors didn't do a a bad job they just were focusing on the neck injury Mm -hmm. my sternum was hit my esophagus was pushed back and jesus i i lost consciousness for enough time that there were other things to to worry about I guess at the time and the biggest thing of that story is that crosby hadn't been hit at the winter classic and i'll tell you why that's important i then go training all summer to get ready for dow and at training camp i just remember having these muscle pains like i've never felt i was throwing up all day every day i couldn't wake up but then i couldn't sleep at night like it was i had a lot of weird symptoms and originally the doctor said well you just moved away from home. You're depressed. <laughs> you obviously were not depressed. Okay, good. And, wow. um, and I took that. I was like, Oh, you know what? My first year of university, I don't know how to study. Obviously, I, I didn't train enough. Um, but Crosby got hit that winter and he got hit in the same area that I did. And the, the area that we both got hit is our temporal lobe area. So a side impact hit, which is a more dangerous hit than frontal lobe. Yeah. Um, and, As his doctors just being from Nova Scotia and knew my doctors and just kind of said, you should, you should take a CT scan of her brain and just kind of see what's going on there. And, and they did. Um, and they, they found significant scarring. So it was, it was enough to, to put my career on pause. So I found that out, um, in my first year and uh was able to recover i took the whole year off was able to recover played my second year and uh, half of my third and i saw my doctor at christmas and i i was at the point where i needed surgery on my my shoulder from a dislocation um i was going to need cortisone shots in my left hip from that incident as well and <laughs> my, my doctor just kind of said like There's you need not to tell us anyone. if it's worth it because we don't yeah. we still don't know what's going on with your brain um I was having a ton of of issues with light sensitivity, focus, concentration. Um, Studying was not something that I was doing well at, and and I, I was a good student it's
0: so risky afterwards because any little hit can also exactly. make it like way worse. Um, right? so.
2: Yeah. And it, I mean, university hockey is, is amazing hockey. Like it, it was yeah. intense. Um, but the girls were a ton bigger than me had played, you know, the last couple of years when I was sitting on the sidelines and, um, yeah. it was just becoming too dangerous. And, and to be honest, I, I wasn't having the best experience with the coaching staff, um, and just how I was being treated with my injury and, and being a part of the team and, um, it just—it wasn't worth it anymore at the time, and and it was devastating to to stop hockey. But then it led to to a different. I was going to say, sport.
0: I was going to say, and then it segue into who you are now and the voice of things. And you know, who who would have known if you would have had the time to like, cover all these sports and everything? I guess. If and you I were. think that's
2: such an important kind message of too. Of you know, I I struggled with it. I played yeah. through some really serious injuries, and I I got to a point. I I still. I'm friends with the physio that that was with my team at the time and the doctor that was with my team at the time. And they were having to tape my, my left shoulder to my from elbow to shoulder. It was taped to my torso. So I only have, and I'm, I'm a right-handed shot. So I, I had zero movement in the upper body of my left <laughs> arm. So, yeah. So I'm like, <laughs> <completely> attached, <laughs> and I'm exactly like holding imagine. my stick. <laughs> so I was using my right arm a lot and just, you know, it, it was very, very painful. It wasn't and, enjoyable at all, I bet. No, like, and, hockey like, was not. Hip, I, was like, I was having to pop it every so often ugh. just to like get it back into play. Like it just, even without <laughs> the brain injury, like there was some physical yeah, issues yeah, that yeah. I hadn't right. dealt with. So, um, you know, it's, it was devastating though. Like it's, it's really hard to give that up. It was all mm. that I had ever known. I didn't party as a kid. I didn't do anything else but hockey. Yeah. Um, And so to walk away after finally making a university team and being a part of that culture, I was more afraid of losing the girls and losing my friendships and and that routine. I didn't, I didn't know who I was as a person without a hockey team around me. And that is
0: such a, sorry, not you can go after, but that is such a a huge part of college. It's like, I, I got hurt to my junior year and a full year off. You're no longer a hockey player. You're just a student. You're Mm -hmm. just, you're rediscovering kind of like who you are as a person or trying to, and and you like you're a misfit in a way in the locker room. You can't help your team on the ice. You can't be part of it. So you don't feel like that love of that, that like whole camera of being part of this. So I know exactly like what you're saying, Izzy. And I think that sometimes it's like all about also like making sure that you're choosing a school that makes you happy. And it's not just about hockey. Right? So I don't know if Dalhousie was that for you in a way, or it became something like that. that for you... sure.
2: Yeah. Like it, it, I mean, Halifax is an amazing city to begin yeah. with. Yeah. Um, but Halifax claim to fame is that we have the most bars per capita.
0: Um, <laughs> and I am not. So, so you I didn't party is what you said. <laughs> and then now you became that so, like life for the party. No. It?
2: And you know what? I had never had a drink of alcohol. Um, okay. So, and a, a lot because of this concussion that happened when it happened. Me yeah, right? yes, Me neither. Me <laughs> neither. I know I was a rare bird, but no, I, and you're right. And I think when I was with, you know, when I was coaching and, and helping girls get Maddie Walsh is a good example.
0: Yeah. Mm-hmm. Maddie
2: is obsessed with hockey. And I know, you know, that at the University of Toronto, but I, I wanted to make sure that she didn't just go somewhere to play yeah. hockey because yeah. God forbid, if something happened, like it did for me, you need to make sure that you have a school that you're going to get a good education out exactly. of and you're going to enjoy
1: yeah. And we, we've we talked about this on the show, uh, I think more so last season, but yeah. I feel like that is at the forefront of most female athletes kind of train of thinking just inherently because there's less opportunities for us after university. But it is one thing to decide to walk away from the sport or decide it's time. And it's another thing to you know, in some ways have that taken from you. And as Izzy, as you're saying, like this injury just out of nowhere impacted everything that you had, all the ideas you had about who you were as an athlete. So I want to ask you then, how, you know, in those years where, you know, like Cax is saying, you're either on the bench, maybe you're not getting a lot of playing time, or maybe you're in the stands entirely. How did that transition happen in your head from... Okay, I thought I was going to be scoring double OT game winning goal for Team Canada. (laughs) And now I think I see this going a different direction. Like, did did that consciously happen?
2: Or like, how did that happen for you? So I had to redshirt my whole first year because once we discovered the brain injury, it was a a full hard no. Um, And there were two guys who were trying to start a webcast stream of the Dell men's hockey team. And they sucked. Like there is no one who will ever <laughs> deny this. They could not score a goal to save their lives. And these poor guys are up there and they're getting beat like 11 nothing. And they're up there trying to be like, Dallas great. Come play for Dallas. Yeah. And so they called me down. I was selling 50 50 tickets at the men's game. I just got like, you know, a student job, working job. at the yeah, athletics yeah. recreation mm-hmm. department. And they said, can you come up and help us just talk like we're bored (laughs) and i said yeah i'll sell you a 50 50 ticket like whatever so i i walked up i sold them an arm's length of 50 50 tickets it was a weird little interview and at the end of the the saying um the one guy said can can you help us promote when are the girls going to be playing because i mean they can't be any worse than these guys and i said (laughs) they were uh, good too no the girls, kidding. we were decent. Yeah. Yeah, we were like yeah. fourth place, like okay. again, not to brag, Cax, but um, <laughs> <laughs> I like to put
0: you on the spot, like yeah. That so you no, can't fourth place, yourself. I think is what we I finished like that first okay. year.
2: But I just said, yeah, you can watch the girls play Sunday at two p.m. here at the Dell Memorial Arena when we take on the Mount Allison Alley. Alice, what are they called? I don't know. Mount Allison some Mounties. Okay, and they both looked at me like. Oh my well, god! Just now, Where did you that just voice did come it. from? You just didn't it like it was nothing. Yeah, you're like <laughs> you
0: just like, how do you do that? Like
2: I this is it, amazing. I, I didn't know that I could do that. I just I spoke and he kind of ripped his headset off. Nobody's listening, anyways. And he said, "You need to do this," and I was like, "Oh no!" Like I'm the next superstar for the team. I don't have time. I'm just healing my brain. I'll be back. And, uh, and so, unbeknownst to me, they asked my coach uh, if I could do color for the next women's game, and they were going to try and webcast a women's game. And she was like, mm, "She's no use to us, so take her." <laughs> and so I went up, and I'd never done it before. And I got told game day, like I was, I was ready to do my like fill up the water bottle duties, and I got told that I was doing color. And hey, go um, upstairs! I loved it. Let's go. And oh. yeah, so like when I when I was playing, they kind of kept it in mind, and uh, when I announced. My retirement. No, but yeah, when I just didn't show up, I guess. Um, <laughs> they said, Do you want to try this? And I said, Well, might as well. Like they were gonna pay me twenty bucks to do it. Twenty bucks as a university student. I was like, that's, go. that's like a lot. That's two subways. Like, that's like so So I did it. But he showed up and it was like, imagine just your little laptop, I'm sure you're yeah. looking at, and a headset similar to what Noxie's wearing and what we wear at the PWHPA games. And he left. He gave me two rosters. It was St. Come Mary's on. versus the Windsor Lancers. I'll never forget it. And he sat me down and he said, Good luck. And <laughs> then I was like, excuse me. And he looked back and he said, You got it, bud. And I I did the whole game by myself. So oh my God. That that was kind of my saving grace. And I'll I'll forever be thankful for that moment because I was able to stay involved with hockey through broadcasting. And I was able to stay involved with with both teams. I was doing St. Mary's and Dow women's hockey. And, and then it just kind of progressed from there. That's amazing. And I just want to point out here. I, I don't know how many of our, <laughs> our
1: listeners or just fans or people at home have yeah. ever tried muting the TV and doing a play by play, but I know the PWHPA players like the back of my hand. I've played with half of them. I know them in the hallways. Something happens to my brain <laughs> when I watch hockey and try to commentate it, that I, I like, I I would get the teams messed up if, you know, if if I was in your shoes, and I think especially you know you're coming off this brain injury, you're wrestling with things I'm sure emotionally, uh, uh you know, kind of transitioning out of being an elite or varsity athlete, and it just like. Boom! Like it, it, just came naturally to you. I can't. Imagine that if someone was like noxie you're gonna call the next PA game by yourself, do play by play. I would probably just, I would do what he did. It just, yeah. Set down, walk away. Like, no, I'm not. We um, should try it. You should do play by play next year. Oh my god! <laughs> <laughs> I don't think we should. Um, it's fantastic. Like- that's that's so cool. And then you know now people out east know you as the play by play for the Moosehead.
2: So why don't you tell us a little bit about how you got involved with them and kind of what you're doing out east? Yeah, so so 2013 is when I start doing play by play for for the universities, Um, have a lot of fun with that. Um, I'll dampen the mood for just a minute, but I, I promise it's going somewhere. In 2015, I was at the height of this, like I was doing women's soccer, rugby, football basketball volley but like we were doing every single thing the AUS bought into us Bella Lyon bought a huge contract with the AUS to have me and Bill um, be kind of like the stars of all the championships so he would do the men's I would do the women's um, on the odd chance like football there were no other championships that conflicted we would do them together and I got a call in November of 2015 I was at the women's soccer championships he was at the men's soccer championships And he, we were supposed to go to football on Saturday. It was kind of like a day off for the soccer stuff. And he said, you know what? I I don't, I don't think I need you just rest. My mom was visiting for the weekend. And he said, enjoy the time with your mom and we'll be fine. And uh, Sunday I got a call that he never showed up. And I said, well, you know, he's got a young daughter and maybe he had an emergency and had to go home and didn't think anything of it. Um, I drove home that night from the soccer championship, still not thinking anything of it. And I got a phone call from uh, another friend saying, Bill is missing. And, Whoa. uh, I'll try not to get emotional. I, I always do at this point, but, um, he lost his battle with mental health and, um, ooh, this is not what I expect. <laughs> oh, <sorry, laughs> uh, yeah, he committed suicide that night and he didn't want me to be at the football game because he wasn't going to be there. And I was probably the one person who knew him the best and would kind of ring alarm bells for that event, mm. um, outside of his family. So I walked away. Um, it was really hard to broadcast without him. Mm -hmm. So I walked away for three years. Um, I did finish the season. Um, I got to the end and I just said like, I I can't do this. It's, it's too hard. And I thought I wanted to be a hockey coach. That didn't work out. (laughs) Yeah. but uh, I thought it was, I was getting too confident maybe with like the broadcasting. I was like, I can do this myself. But anyways, um, so that kind of led me to East Link and the Mooseheads. Um, I got a call saying, you know, you had a talent for this and, and you got to get back into it.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: And you just got to dive in. And I did. And it's Kenzie Lalone, mm-hmm. who I owe a great uh, debt of gratitude to because she really said, you know, I knew Bill and... Right. you have a talent for this, you've got to do it. So He would want did, you to be there. Yeah, so we did, we did the PWHPA games um, in 2020. And I did like women's girls high school hockey. That was kind of my like intro back into it. And mm-hmm. it was the PWHPA game that I said, uh, this is I think what I'm meant to be. And I think Bill always knew that. And he always laughed and said, you know, he, you're going to, you're going to love coaching for the rest of your life, but this is what you're meant to do. And you can always do coaching on the side. Um, but this is what you're going to be doing for the rest of your life. And I thought it was crazy. I, <laughs> I, I thought I was the greatest hockey coach ever. <laughs>
0: <is> so <laughs> we're going to have to touch back on your coaching career. But, no, we don't have to. It was short lived,
2: but, but yeah, sorry to dampen the mood. That is, not, that is my no, broadcasting no, story though. And is, that is, it led to be the honest, moves, Izzy,
0: thank you for sharing is yeah. what Noxie and I, Want to say here, and this man had an impact on you, and he still does, and he would want you to do what you love, and it is what you're doing with, you know, being the voice of the PA now, and what you keep on, and I'm gonna do for the rest of your career. I think
1: I didn't, I didn't honestly like, I didn't know that story, and I got chills (laughs) because the idea. And I don't I don't mean to sound self righteous. Like I I really I I thank you first and foremost for sharing that story with us. Yeah. The idea that the PWHPA having the opportunity to come back east, looking for a play by play, having the resources to have a play by play and a color commentator, having that opportunity land with Kenzie and Kenzie reaching out to you to saying, you know, this is your opportunity to get back into it. Like this is part of understanding why it's so important that we give space for, you know, for people who want to be involved in our sport, (laughs) especially for female voices, because who knows, I'm sure you would have found your way back into, you know, into the calling the games. And I'm sure like, I I really do believe in like, you know, the universe would have steered you somehow towards us, but for it to be that, um, you know, the story behind that I think is really touching and, we're so grateful because that call so i was at home i couldn't make it out to chiro when the pwhpa went in our first year in 2020 that would have been yeah, last year yeah thank god right? <laughs> <laughs> I wasn't doing color or anything at that point. Anyways, I think I
2: was half playing. I don't know. Yeah, you were half playing because you played for me. That's yeah, it. You were supposed to be playing. Cause I do remember talking about you and saying that you were home.
0: My yeah, that's when she was talking confusing. about the oldest players and the P. Yeah. That's the message I got out of that. And I was mentioned too, and I didn't love it, but Hey, it's okay. It was under the category category of most
1: goals ever scored on a goalie. No, no. but I wasn't out there. I was at home and I heard you and kenzie on the call and shamelessly i just dm'd both you and was like this is fucking awesome like i'm at home i'm a consumer in this you know in this tour stop i'm just listening and i was like this is what we need like you guys know your shit you know your players you know the game it was like oh i just i want in that moment i was like i want these two the rest of this like however long this goes i want the two of them
2: I have to give Kenzie so much credit though, because I think it's so special to have women in your life that support other women in the industry. It's a cutthroat industry. There are very, very few positions in general for any human being, let alone two women. And so when I got that call from Kenzie, and it was, you know, it was just an appreciation of talent for both of us. And I think Kenzie has done an incredible job. I'm I'm her biggest fan. But for her to say, you know, come on back and and let's do this and let's restart your career. And, you know, it, it was never a competition. It was for her. It was never like, Oh God, don't ask Izzy because I want to be the voice or I want to be the person. She, she was supportive from day one and still is so supportive. And I'm, I couldn't be happier for what she's done, but I, yeah, I'll forever be grateful for her making that call. Cause I, I was in, I was in a bad place myself, just like not knowing where I needed to go.
1: Mm -hmm. Understandably. So, and so we're, t- we're talking all about your comedy, commenta- commentating for hockey. But before yeah. we move on, we Let's did hear, you know, a little, little tidbits that maybe you dabbled outside of hockey. You talked a little bit about your, your, you know, sports coverage in the AUS. Um, maybe take us through the two TV shows that you <laughs> were a part of in university TV star. Go through the fun uh, time. Yes. Yes.
2: So, so Bill had uh, this idea and he had the craziest ideas and I, I'm <laughs> thankful that I said yes every time, but sometimes I was like, I don't know why I said yes. Um, we had, so the inside the AUS show was a show that went from September-ish to end of season. So like March um, for the AUS. So we would talk every sport, interview the athletes, coaches, fans. It, it was a really supportive show for the AUS and it was great. And then one summer, he said, "Let's travel around Atlanta, Canada, and it was called the East, East Coast Sports Show." <laughs> and it was, I like, I was thinking when I was like, "Oh my god, okay, like soccer championships, great, like lacrosse championship, like these really cool events." And he was like, "No, we're going to uh, St. John, New Brunswick, and if you've never been to St. John, New Brunswick, then just look at the tone of my voice and how I'm saying that." Um, <laughs> and we're gonna do like I don't even know what it's called, but it's some sort of derby. And these parents were building these like race cars. It's like à savon
0: in French. I don't know what yes, it's called that's in what English. It is. But it's like soapbox? Bois à savon, soapbox. Like you you build your yeah. own little car. Like So
2: this okay, it is called like a soapbox race. That's what it is. I, I but think I swear so, yeah. it was like parents building these wooden structures that were not safe. Okay. And <laughs> they were launching their children from the top of a hill a road and just shooting them down bill was at the top he would interview the kid being like uh, how do you, you feel ready? about watching yourself down a hill the kids would be like i'm and I would be at the bottom and I would just be like they survived, Bill, back to you Like, I, I, there was really
1: nothing else to it. What I'm picturing is you know, oh shit, what is it, white Rascal. Out? Is it uh, Wipeout? Out, yeah. When yeah. they like voice over like what the kids are saying, it's like,
0: I'm not
2: wearing a bra! Like, whatever like weird space they say. Something silly. Yeah. And I was supposed to interview these kids at the bottom, like Imagine, I think the oldest kid would have been 15 and they, all they did was sit in a, there's no steering. There's no braking. There was just like foam at the end. And we would, oh boy. not me, someone would catch them. <laughs> and I would be like, how did you feel about your race? And they would be like, who's this lady? <laughs> um, <laughs> Maybe you're scaring us. <laughs> yeah, like what, what is she doing here? And sometimes I get a like a. Uh, I, it, it was really really fun. I'm like, oh, okay, great. Right, little Jimmy's gonna go over to medical now. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so it was, yeah. So I, we did stuff like that. Like I did life. dodgeball. I did a French. Uh, it's called the the acadie in PEI. It was dodgeball yeah. handball. Um, yeah, we, we did all kinds of crazy stuff. but I, And I think that's part of, of voice work. I think it's I've not only done hockey, but through these experiences with Bill, I, I was forced into learning about rugby. I had no idea the rules of rugby, but here I am on the sidelines interviewing these rugby players. And you, you have to know enough to to ask the right questions, I guess. Right. Um, seriously. But yeah, it, it was a lot of fun. We we did the East Coast Sports Show was one season. We did two or three seasons of Inside the AUS. So, um, nice. Yeah, it was it was that a was good That was so time. cool. Okay, wait.
0: So you did the Les Jeux de la um, yeah. We have Les Jeux de Québec here. I'm pretty sure. There, is there Ontario games too? I Noxie? think, yeah. Les like Jeux des Francophones. Yeah, think. yeah. So, okay. Jeux de la Was it... Were you going... And kind of like doing it all French and English, or how, no, did, that yeah. so, 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 how
2: uh, did that go? there? French. Yeah. So dodgeball in French. How did that go? And prend He s'est fait uh, <laughs> He s'est pas fait He got hit. Uh, <laughs> he didn't get hit. He got it. He got it. <laughs> <laughs> just, Okay, I love <laughs> that I was like, yeah, it was it was a lot of just like I don't know and again, that's, I, if that's any advice I can give to someone like don't ever think that you're too big for any of those little moments because those events were probably the ones that parents would come up to me the most like I felt like a full celebrity when I would be at these events because they'd see me walk in and be like my grandmother's watching thank you so Aww. much and I'd be like Aww. somebody's watching this oh my god okay so you
0: just give it an importance, right? And a, exactly. like, mm-hmm. a real like visibility, too. So,
2: I, I get yeah. it. It's, it's oh, my God. Fun. Having those kids on like TV for them was Seriously. the highlight okay. of their life.
0: With the whole uh, talking about les jeux de l'Acadie and the French stuff and everything, is he first of all, I want to know, where did you learn your French? Because Isabelle
2: Germain is oui. super uh, French. Wait, both Francais? my parents are okay. from Montreal.
0: Yeah. Ah. Okay, so originally from Montreal, you never lived in Montreal, though. No.
2: um, Okay.
0: So Guelph, and then they just kept their obviously Mm -hmm. their French and whatever. Okay, with that being said, I know I asked you this before, but I said one day, I said, hey, would you ever be able to do play by play in French for hockey? Mm -hmm. How far away from it are you, and where is it going? That's one question, and I have a second one afterwards for you. (laughs) Because I love it. So your voice is beautiful in English, and I think it's beautiful in French. So I think we're missing out on the play-by-play on our side of the world a little bit. So that's why I'm asking.
2: Yeah, Here's. so I did actually, for the AUS, we have UDM, U-M, so University yeah. de Moncton. Mm-hmm. And when they made it to, they won the championship. Don't quote me on the year, but like twenty fourteen. Prasann
0: was there on a yes. bunch of Frenchies. Um, so
2: those games, when we did all of the games on on Aus TV, those games in Moncton were a full French broadcast. Oh, so wow. because Moncton made it to the finals, I was the play by play person, or sorry, I was the color person for the French broadcast yeah. in those. The, the issue that I have with French play-by-play or even color is I'm so used to doing it in English. So mm-hmm. I, I, my brain automatically reverts to like the English saying. So yeah. I remember one thing that I kept like blanking on was crease. Like I kept wanting to be like the puck is in the crease and I would get la rondelle and then I'd be like, oh, crease, crease, crease. <laughs> um <laughs> So I, when I'm speaking to like, when I'm speaking to Pooh or you on the road, like, I, I fluently speak English or French and it's not a problem. I sometimes miss my words if I haven't been there in a while, but it's more so that my knowledge of the game has always been in English. Mm -hmm. And, uh, that's where I would probably struggle with play by play. And that's me being mm -hmm. honest and, and just. Yeah, and I have to practice. And I think the more that I and I think like Pooh laughed at me when I showed up in Montreal on Friday and she was like, Oh, we can speak English. And I was like, No, no, I need to practice. By Sunday I'll be good. (laughs) And um and by Sunday, she was like, it's actually quite impressive how you got it back so quickly. And it it's really just the environment that I'm in yeah. is always English. Mm-hmm. And then when I get back to Quebec, it just takes me a, a day to kind of get my flow back and then and then I'm good. Yeah.
0: And one one thing to, to that and Noxie, we'll go back to you after we are done with the French. I'm <laughs> taking over here. But um I will say too like at, even in French, when we learn hockey or whatever, it's all about to back checked, forechecked and also boots, you like it's a lot of English or franglish that's in there. And even like the, the, like, le disque is a puck instead mm-hmm. of like, la modèle. like, there's terms that like you would have to obviously learn, but it's just a, a baggage of like vocabs that you would, we would have to, exactly. to do. And it's not necessarily what you use on the daily either. So even when I did a couple analysis, like I'm tossing some English in there and I'm like, oh, I'm French. Why am I <laughs> like, I am fully French and I can't think of this stupid
2: ishek. Avant. Like, this is for check, right? And like, you're right. Like, a lot of people in Montreal use slang. Yeah. Like, and it, so then it. it becomes more difficult. hmm hmm
0: No. So, anyways, that was my little... I think you should learn a bit more vocab and then get to it because I'd love for you to... Actually, get some French here. Uh, I if guess, the Habs could always start like
2: winning. I would watch more, but
0: <laughs> then you'd have something
2: to be excited about. You need about. to get the channel. You need to get the,
0: that. Okay. So my last question was I, I, uh, during Worlds, I actually was watching you and everything, and and I caught obviously the the final right and more uh, to it. And we could hear you on TV, like we could hear you in house, obviously saying everything. And how important is it for you to pronunciate the you know french speaking players with a french accent like we can talk about Marie philippe and we can mm-hmm. talk about joshua roy, or these guys that could like mary philippe Poulin or joshua roy whatever you name them mm-hmm. however it is some people don't necessarily care or don't know so we can't ask them for it but i thought your little touch for it was personally amazing why do you do it like why why does why is it important to
2: you I'll thank my dad for that. My dad is very firm on the fact that he called me Isabette. Okay. It's not mm-hmm. Isabel. It's, okay. Um, and I think that's why my dad has always like preferred my nickname of Izzy when people are speaking to me in English because he's not like listening to people butcher my name. Oh. Um, same with like the last name of Germaine. Like it's yeah. not Germaine. It's Germaine. And Gax, yeah. you would know like it's Carel Emard, not Carel Emard. Yeah. I'm so, sorry, guys. Sorry. It's like, <laughs> no,
0: don't be. I just it's like, ignore for a second.
2: But obviously I'm it, it like has I never bothered me, but I, you know, I, For me, so we get pronunciation guides sometimes if we're lucky for the players' names. (laughs) And specifically Joshua, his name was written Joshua. And then his last name was written W-O-H. And so Wah, which sounds similar if you say it quickly to Wah, But his whole family was there. And... To me, if that was my parents and someone said Isabelle Germain over the announcement instead of Isabelle Germain, my dad would lose his mind. Um, and I didn't realize how loud my voice was over the broadcast. So obviously TSN was very visibly there, but TSN was actually, or RDS, sorry, was right next to me in a booth that like I couldn't really see them all the time. And the guy from RDS just came over and thanked me. probably four or five St- games in. Stéphane
0: Le Roux, probably. Uh, I, know, anyways, I still didn't get a name, yeah, which is like It's horrible. okay, I will. Uh.
2: But <laughs> you can say thanks. Yeah, I will. They just said like, it's, you know, people think that because we're a bilingual country, that is why I was doing bilingual announcements. But really, it's also for TSN and RDS who invest so much money into this mm-hmm. event so right. that the people at home could hear it RDS in French, TSN in English. But I didn't realize how loud I was over the broadcast. And um, it wasn't
0: bad. Like, it was like you, we could hear you clearly. It was perfect. Like, they would almost but, let you talk, to be honest. Yeah, and so,
2: like, people watching in Quebec, and, you know, we, we just talked about Marie, like... I, I get made fun of sometimes because I call her Marie. And Man. I get that her nickname is Pooh, and I get that in English. They call her Mary Philip or like <laughs> the other day someone called her Philippe. And it's, so it's like, I get that there's nicknames, but I, I just try to honor someone's given name as, as much as possible. And, and her name is Marie Philippe Poulain. Mm-hmm. Um, and it is the like coolest name to say. So yeah. um, I do catch myself saying her name in full all the time because it's just the <laughs> coolest name. But yeah, I, I think it's more so just honoring and and hoping that the family are appreciative of the fact that I'm I'm saying it correctly. I love
0: that. And this is this might be silly for a lot of people, but when you even said that during your explanation and whatnot, I got little goosebumps because I was just picturing my dad or my mom or both of them in the stents and like hearing my name said the proper way. And it's like touchy for them. It's like something special. Like they chose that name, right? Your dad mm-hmm. chose Isabel Germain for a reason, yeah. right? So Yeah, thank you
1: for doing that. I think too, like we've seen in the NHL, um, you know, certain players' indigenous names being, um, you know, shown as they are spelled in their traditional, you know, language. Mm -hmm. I mean, it gives importance and it gives visibility to where these players come from. Um, You know, fortunately for me, Knox is just like, it's just not like pretty much, <laughs> it's exactly what it looks like. Liz if you know Memphis. your KNs, I guess <laughs> I have had Canucks, but um, oh, oh, I like it. It is important, though. It's important to Canuck. recognize these families, and and I do love that you you know make a point to give the proper pronunciation in women's hockey, especially. You yeah. know, we're we're trying to grow brands and we're trying to grow <laughs> recognition for these players, and it's quite hard to do so when they get called. Three or four different names, depending yeah. on who's on the call. So keep up the great work there. Thank I you. do. We talked a little bit about you know kind of your opportunity coming back to the PWHPA, but that wasn't the only connection that you had with the PA. So maybe talk us through a little bit about some of the networks that you know you had existing that have, I'm sure flourished since you joined us back on the call.
2: Yeah, I mean, obviously people have seen my double OT goal from when I was 10, so I'm very (laughs) fortunate to have a lot of national (laughs) member friends. Um, no, I, you know what? I I think it's all, it's all just being a good person and, and being, I love to talk. You, we could do this podcast for the next six hours, and I would always have stories to tell. Um, but no, I, uh, Jill has been a part of my life for a long time. Jill Sagne. Um, Jill just like lived on my couch one summer. I didn't even know her. I like got home from a road trip one time doing the East Coast Sports Show, and she was just there. And um, <laughs> that's such and a Jill Sagne story. That is. And I <laughs> I just said hi, and she asked me if I wanted to go. We have um, like a carnival here in Halifax every summer. It's like the best time. It's on the water, and she couldn't find anybody to go, and like I. Had had just walked through the door and she was like do you want to go with me and i was like sure and we had the best time ever and i this is all before jill became jill Sanye, so um she had just like graduated cornell um she obviously had been a part of the u18 uh, u22 program i didn't really know much about that as a big star that i am i i didn't really care i guess <laughs> didn't, about the accolades didn't matter with the peasants. Like, <laughs> but have you seen my 2002 owha championship <laughs> <laughs> so, uh we just had the best summer and and just became the best of friends. Like I think in life sometimes you just meet someone and and that connection is there and I I can probably count how many months in total in our like 10 years of friendship that me and Jill have actually been in the same room together. <laughs> like I don't think it would account to even a year, but every time you know, I don't hear from her for a few days. Like, it's never awkward. We never have to be like, "Oh, let's." I haven't heard from you in in so long. Like, let's catch up. It's really just we we go up wherever from where we started. Wherever so, was, yeah. Um, so, yeah, we stayed really close and just like through her experiences. And um, she just has the craziest ideas, guys. And I. <laughs> I've kind of realized that I'm the problem. <laughs> I, <laughs> I think guys. I think what happens is you make them happen. I say yes. I say yes. So, she, you know, she came up with this idea of doing a hockey camp and I was like, sure, I can do that. Um, and then, you know, she disappears for 10 months of the year and comes back and says, do we have a hockey <laughs> is camp? It done? Like, yes. Yeah. It's done. Yes, we do. <laughs> it's organized um, and promoted. And here and we so are through <laughs> that. Like I met Cax and, and Hillary and poo and all those girls. And it's, everybody keeps asking me for favors of like running hockey camps or things like that, but it's flattering and you know, it's, it's something that I love to do in the, in the time that I was coaching um, we and, know you, you have know.
0: experience. They're so like, hey, we're running a camp. Would you help us out? Exactly. Up, yeah, I did.
2: never see payment.
0: Oh, but I get, I get, paid, I get <laughs> paid in love. <laughs> I gotta, no, that's not fair. <laughs> yeah, I got I to I yeah. talk to the, the old big boss. Yeah, them. let's, we'll let's
1: get to talk that. to the head of these organizations here. <laughs> no. I, and I, did, I do I want to give you a chance to kind of plug the Jill Saulnier Foundation here. Because yeah. you're doing more yeah. than just organizing hockey camps, which albeit is a task in and of itself, something I would not be able to do, but talk with us through a little bit of what you're doing for her foundation, what initiatives the foundation has coming up, where the proceeds go plug away this is your moment
2: all right this is the craziest <laughs> idea she had the hockey camps were fun um but she called me in april and i was at breakfast and i said yeah let's talk about it my instagram blew up in three seconds because she posted it on hers um so we started a foundation i guess one morning and uh it's called the jill foundation and basically we're we're raising proceeds last year our proceeds went to the ukrainian resettlement fund of nova scotia to help Amazing. ukrainian families that were resettling here in nova scotia um I hosted my first ever golf tournament here in Nova Scotia. Um, that was the most amount of fun ever. I was the most amount of work that I've ever done. Um, this year we've, we've taken, um, on a different charity. So we're working with the Ronald McDonald House and the IWK Health Center. The IWK Health Center is our only children's and women's hospital, uh, here in Halifax and caters to all of Atlantic Canada. Um, wow. so with the help of the Ronald McDonald House, we are actually sponsoring a wellness room within the IWK center for families that are in the IWK for treatment. Um, and this room would host um, events kind of like a, a women's hockey night. Uh, and it would also have programming for kids and families. So uh, right now we're selling um, this necklace that I'm wearing. I don't know if we can see it available. On yeah. our website, jilsani11.com, um, all the proceeds towards the necklace go towards our, our end goal of, of opening this wellness room in 2023. And uh, I guess I have to get to work on another golf tournament because people keep emailing <laughs> me about that. They just um, loved it
0: so much. They want to participate again eh? and sponsor yeah. roles and like talk about the options for companies to help you guys out too i Thanks, think Cax. yeah you
2: should uh so yeah so we have our i i tried to keep the theme obviously of like olympics coming off of jill's olympic gold medal um but so we have gold silver bronze uh packages for sponsorships within the tournament that kind of gets you different things um and then our whole sponsors cart sponsors title yeah. sponsor etc so um I will start planning that probably in the next month or so. Um, three months was not enough to plan an entire (laughs) event. And it was, it was, it was really well attended. And we had a wait list of people who wanted to join. And I actually had to turn people away, uh, last year. So I'm hoping that we get the same reception this year. But, uh, but yeah, it's, it's an amazing, amazing initiative. And I'm so happy that I get to be a part of it. That's, That's incredible.
1: Awesome. We will make sure that we link um, that foundation on this episode. So if you're watching on Spotify or YouTube, you can kind of click through that. If you're interested, we'd love to give our support to um, the foundation and those great causes that you have lined up. I prepared a game for today and I <laughs> oh, named God it, again. What You Say Is What You Get. The is is <laughs> like you. You get That's it? That's me. Yeah. Like, yeah. yeah, yeah I got, cool. I got it. Good <laughs> that <one> landed. <laughs> so <laughs> I've prepared um, some tongue twisters that God. we're going to... We have no plan. We're just going to go through. Maybe we'll each do one of the longer ones. <gasps> okay. And we're going to see how we fare here. I will preface this by saying, like, I stumble over regular easy sentences and words. I think I stumbled over your name in the intro. So I don't predict this is going to go well for me. But... We're gonna have a challenge here. And and <laughs> Cax- you have the French kid on the Cax- other side. <laughs> I tried intentionally to leave out like sounds that the aren't ths? used in French, but you guys know yeah. how my French is too, so I could have
0: completely... <laughs> yeah, those aren't too bad. I'm looking at my little square there. I'm at, is this cheating, by the way? No, at that's... that's okay.
1: Yeah, that's what's there. So every, each yeah. of us has kind of a, almost like a cue card with a long, medium, and short saying, do you guys want to start long or start short? Let's get the worst over with. Okay. Yeah, the long ones, long. yeah. Okay. Since you're the guest on the show. Oh, actually, you should
0: go last. No, yeah. yeah. There's no way I can start. Okay, Cax, you start. <laughs> I us can, off. I can make that, you know, the baseline here, guys. Okay. So let's <laughs> step up after I go. All right. Is the, is the thing. So this, I was told to try to say that before. So this is going to be good. All right. How much would, <clears throat> how much wood would a woodchuck chuck? No. If a woodchuck could chuck wood, he would chuck, he would, as much as he could and chuck as much wood as it would chuck wood if a woodchuck could chuck wood. I really went. was slow. I was slow though. That was tough. Hey, that was tough. You rocked that. How much I wind, don't think there was how actually how wind, any error. Chuck- so
2: that was good. That was good. So oh. far, you're. Five out of five. I was I'll hoping be. you'd be a little bit worse, to be honest, because now no. I'm a little bit more stressed.
1: Come on. That was like the <laughs> slowest That's way. You, you were supposed to set the
0: bar low. <laughs> okay. I'll go
1: next. <clears throat> okay. Peter Piper picked a peck of pickled peppers. Oh. A peck of pickled peppers Peter Piper picked. If Peter Piper picked a peck of pickled peppers, where the peck of... Wh- where's the peck of pickled peppers Peter Piper picked? Another. i heard two. i heard, too, I heard okay. <laughs> okay. on here i but couldn't that's follow it. that but that's yeah, that was, that that was, that was my, really fast that was my game plan was just to go so fast that you wouldn't catch my
0: errors
2: is we the gave, point to go fast or not to yeah make i was mistakes? gonna
0: say i cheated both. them because i
2: went slow okay both but we I, gave izzy the hardest one of course so okay, okay. izzy let's go mm. three oh, i need like a mm. cue here okay, okay, okay here we go three two one go Betty Botter bought some butter, but she said the butter's bitter. If I put it in my batter, it will make my batter bitter. But a bitter, a bit of better butter will make my batter better. So it was better. Betty Botter bought a bit of better butter. <laughs> yes.
0: One <What laughs> little stumble. That was
2: great. You even Never like that, like the tone. It was like
0: a little rap thingy. Yeah, it, yeah, like, it was you know? very.
1: Yeah. I was I like, gotta, oh, okay. a Certain rhythm to it.
2: <laughs> Slim sheet. <shading. laughs> oh, my God. <laughs>
0: Okay. Stand up. <laughs> okay. Um, do we want to switch it up? Uh, yeah, let's switch it like up. Like in the order. Sure. So, okay. we- I'll I'll go again.
1: Okay. I'm going yeah. a roll yeah. here. Yeah. Are Hit we going it. medium? Sure. If you want, I picked this okay. one for you because if you don't know, Izzy's daytime job is at an auto oh.
2: dealer. Yeah, not this one though. Job. But Head my one of five it. jobs. <laughs> um, okay. Here we go. Red Buick, Blue Buick, Red Buick, Blue Buick, Red Buick, Blue Buick. Wow. That, okay. That's all I had to do. Three that times. Was great. Easy.
0: Crushed it. Let's, let's hear yours, Noxy. You.
1: Let's go. Oh, gosh. <laughs> a skunk sat on a stump and thunk the stump skunk. <laughs> the stunk. Stunk. <laughs> thunk the
0: stump. Stump. Thank God <laughs> you didn't give me that. That's awful. What makes me laugh is that you picked these. You picked that yeah, for yourself. Like you gave like you yourself. You set the yourself the up for a lot
1: <laughs> And then, I, and I then, then you give know those like, grammatically an act. Like, does that make sense? I think it does. Yeah. No. no, no yeah. Stone it stone, does. Stone. It was good. Good job. <laughs> <laughs> stone, stone.
0: Yeah. Okay. Mine. <clears throat> if a dog chews shoes, whose shoes does he choose? Wow. What? That, that was so easy. easy. That should have
1: been in the short one. Okay You have to go your short one yeah, now. A, okay, ready? This was I thought this would be hard for the French, but I may be
0: wrong. Four fine fresh fish for you.
2: Oh, okay. She just nailed it. Yeah. Uh, she, okay. <laughs> she heard the dig and she said, "I'm knocking this one out of the park."
0: Said, Here this you, Roxy.
2: is for all the Frenchies out there. Represent,
0: baby. <laughs> you go, Maxie. Oh, all right. See. I'll go
1: and Izzy can finish the sh- the game off. Yeah. I saw a kitten eating chicken in the kitchen.
2: That was easy. And really good. That was, well done. that? Was super easy. Too easy. All right. I Let's, mine's not as easy. was not easy. <laughs> All right. <clears throat> which wristwatches are Swiss rich wa- watches? Yes, <laughs>
0: that was good.
2: <laughs> Swiss. Which, which I tried which this one when I was looking are up. are Swiss watches. Yeah,
1: that's that's one of the tougher Swiss, ones. Great job, everyone. Thank yeah, you. Good job. A for effort. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We did um, well. So we're we're you know running close to time, but we've got about Not ten yet. minutes. We got I wanted we to want ask to. you, Izzy, your roommate Smack which is she's gonna love this this is the best like that's a that's a great handle that's a great nickname i wish i had something cool like yeah. that smack who maxi i mean it's we fine. All have cool you kidding? yeah she um she actually helped us with our game day ops out in intro um she has a new year's resolution as he was telling me to manifest things the way that you do so my two questions are first what does she mean by this? Where does this come from? And second, what are you manifesting for the next one to five years?
2: I like it. Well, I think this will help me kind of go back to my Moosehead's question that I cried through. Um, <laughs> I've I've always just I. So I'm a Pisces. If anybody like has any horoscope love or believes in that, I do. Um, I am a Pisces like through and through, except for the creative part. But um, I'm a dreamer and I'm constantly like living in this world of dreams and sometimes forget that like reality. You mentioned my automotive job. Like that's when I get to my desk and I'm like, oh, I'm not like super famous and, <laughs> and like travel the world broadcasting. Oh, <laughs> yeah, like what's happening? Why is someone complaining that their tire blew? Couldn't, couldn't. <laughs> Don't, don't care. No offense. (laughs) Um, Like, did you hear I'm famous? But, uh, so, so I guess like just growing up, I can't, like, I, I love to talk. My poor parents had to put up with it. And, you know, I, I guess someone said to me, like, did you think this would happen? And I was like, didn't we all think I would end up in an industry where I, nobody could shut me up? Like. (laughs) Literally, I can just talk the entire broadcast about whatever I want. And that's the broadcast. Um, and they thought that was pretty funny. So I've, I've always manifested this. I love women's hockey. Like, you couldn't find a bigger fan of women's hockey. I'm someone who loves statistics. I love stats. I love knowing about the players. And I, I've just... You could ask me any question about any Olympic game since 98. And I, I have the answer for you. Don't test that, though. Um <laughs> I'm about to Just set myself up <laughs> there, but you know, I, I guess she was she was talking to a friend, and the friend was like, you know, Izzy's always talked about being a part of of something like this, a professional women's hockey league. Izzy's always talked about, you know. I I have a little bit of confidence and maybe it's a little bit of an ego problem. Jill brings it down quite a bit. Sometimes she she helps in that way. Um, Because I, I had like my 15 minutes of fame on Friday and I was like, Jill, I'm like more famous than you. And her friends called me to tell me that she got recognized at a bowling alley in the outskirts of Montreal. And I was like, this was my day. This was my day. But so, yeah, I guess i I've always just just thought there was more for me out there. and I've had a a, a rough couple of years as as I. Uh, I cried again uh, because I'm still going through that. But I I guess when that happened to me, I was you do have this moment of pity of like, why are these things happening to me and and why Mm -hmm. can't I get my big break? And I was Mm -hmm. watching people around me. My dad always knew he wanted to be a pilot. And I have so many friends that I went to university with who are in careers, love their careers, have been in their careers. I'm not going to tell you how old I am, but have been in their careers for (laughs) quite a long time. And here I am just like working through, just still trying to get my big break, I guess. And, um, but I, I always knew that there was something bigger for me and, I constantly dreamed it. And, you know, even just being able to say that I'm friends with Hillary. I'm wearing her jersey, by the way. Nobody's mentioned. I it. wanted to pump that jersey. Yeah. Let's yeah, see it. Like, but you know, just to be <laughs> as close as I am with Hill and and even Jill and like Pooh and them, like, these are girls that I've grown up watching. And now like my phone will go off and it's one of them asking me how my day is going. Like that's beyond what little Izzy would have would have thought would have happened to her. But I guess I always just I dreamed it Uh, and I I worked, I worked hard and my best advice and the Mooseheads gig is, is this. When I got that call to do the Mooseheads, I didn't think I was ready. I I hadn't been in broadcasting in three years. I had done the PWHP game as color and that was fun. But to your point, Noxie, I knew all the girls. So it Hmm. was really easy for me to say, you know Cax has the puck Noxie has the puck or Noxie didn't get the puck cuz she wasn't there, Noxie, let She made a save No no she made Noxie a save let it in again um but so that felt easy to me and that was a good right. way to like reintroduce myself but to do play by play on a full TV broadcast and be the lead and I was also the host for the first 3 episodes so getting to interview the athletes and stuff like that I I didn't know if I was ready for that level of uh, work, But I said, yes. Um, and that's always been my motto. Same with the PA. I've never been a PA announcer, never even done it once. I think I did it for like one of Jill's charity games, like an announcement. Um, but I said, yes. And I I, I always tell myself, I'm going to figure it out. Yeah. And I'm going to do the best that I can. And we'll see what comes of it. And it's always experience, even if it doesn't really go the way that you want it to go. Um, so that's my advice to everything. Say yes to scary things. And I'm I'm glad that that message has kind of gone through my friend group like that. That was really quite a special moment for smack to tell me that that was a part of her conversation with a friend um, and that other people recognize that, you know, I've I've been through struggles. I wouldn't wish the struggles that I've been on um, or been through on anybody else. Um and I know we all have our battles. And I think that's why you have to be kind. You just don't know what people yeah. are going through day to day. Mm-hmm. Um, and what might be hard for you, Noxy, might not be hard for me, but it doesn't diminish your hard, right? Mm-hmm. Um, and that's kind of been my motto the last few years. And I'm just, I'm so happy that I said yes and that. Here I am. What am I manifesting the next one and a half years? Sorry, I'm talking a lot. No, this is good. <laughs> I warned you though. Um, honestly, right now it's, it's getting out of the automotive industry. Um, hey. It's getting rid of my day job and doing this full time. And, and with you guys and, and with the other girls, it's, it's manifesting a, a full professional women's hockey league. Yeah. They deserve it more than, than anybody. And they've been pushing for it. You've been pushing for it. I'm going to pause go, you right here. Yeah. You said
0: day right day to player they they deserve it i think you deserve it i yeah. think a coach deserves it i think a gm deserves it i think mm-hmm. we need to also think that this professional league will give opportunities to more than players and yep. you know it's uh, you want a you want to do this on the regular and you know it's your one full time job well that keep on manifesting that because then you're going with us on that, you know, beautiful journey we're doing or finalizing or whatever it is. But I think that whatever league is about to happen needs to have these opportunities that you're talking about for many, many different like job opportunities or descriptions. Like we're going to open a, I was going to say a shit (laughs) ton load of doors for job opportunities in the next few years. So yeah. it's not just they, it's you as well too. Is I, I, I totally agree. Like it I, there's
2: so many people behind the scenes in the PWHPA that, that do deserve roles and in, in operations, coaching, medical, there's, there's so much more, mm-hmm. but, um, yeah, that's what I'm manifesting. I, I would love to say to someone and a young girl and, um, Sarah Nurse said this first, so I'm not going to take credit for it. And and she nailed it. I was at the gym the other day and a lady sitting next to me on the rower, I was dying. She was not. She was way older than me. So like that was just to begin. Um, and she said, I can't wait to tell my son, he's nine years old, that I worked out with the PA announcer of the World Juniors. And I thought that was special because she didn't say my little girl. Yeah. And mm-hmm. obviously we know that we're role models for little girls. And I, I didn't realize that probably until Friday, until my phone started going off and people... People were saying my little girl, I got videos of, of girls like listening and, and reacting to me on TV. And that that's just beyond special, but to hear a little boy mm-hmm. would get so excited to hear that her, his mom worked out with the PA announcer who's female. That's just talent recognizing talent really like it's, yeah. it just, I, I really appreciated that. And I, I didn't appreciate that she was like kicking my butt on the road, <laughs> but, um, but I, I, I appreciated that. And, and those are the moments that you realize like, You guys have seen it longer than I have, but my gosh, traveling with the PWHPA and being in arenas and taking it for granted that I'm, I'm walking with Hillary Knight, just having a conversation about whatever and seeing kids and girls, boys, parents even react the way that they react to her presence Mm -hmm. is insane experience. Same with Pooh; Like it's, it's the craziest feeling to be around them and to see the reaction they get out. From people and and I, I gave away some sign sticks in Ottawa and like I just made these people's days and it, it wasn't my autograph. They now they probably <laughs> regret that. Um,
0: <laughs> now they do regret that, that. opportunity missed.
2: <laughs> but it, it is such a special feeling and I, I hope we can keep keep that momentum going and I hope that we can get a, a full yeah. thing up sooner rather than later. I love that. Okay,
1: one final question. Oh you boy. can snap your fingers and you're on the call or announcing any game past, present, future, or combination of the two,
2: what game or games are you calling? Okay, the first one is the 2014 Olympic finals. I, again, like an overtime goal call is insane. So with the World Juniors, it was two nothing. I was like, oh, this is kind of boring. Like I was practicing the gold medal script being like, okay, this is just going to be like a monotone here, here, here. I'll get a little bit more excited here. But to be able to call that Dylan Gunther goal when the crowd was still mind-blowingly like loud, yeah, and to scream over them essentially to get the call out, <laughs> and then like everything was just more exciting. So to be the play-by-play voice, tie it of up that tying goal, and then, then, t- goal, oh. and then to just so call just so everyone goal. knows, in case
0: they don't know, 2014 was like we were losing three nothing, right? Canada and then, two nothing, um, two, yeah maybe yeah. uh generous scored and then yeah you're right Sorry. two nothing easy notes <laughs> two nothing generous scores <laughs> then Pooh uh ties it up and then mm-hmm. there's a penalty taken in ot and then we're looking at exchange to Fortino 0 to poo Fortino de to poo poo
2: yeah and yeah. the post <gasps> yes and yeah and like Augusta imagine goes being back in to the booth that. and yeah. yelling like Team USA shoots the puck down the ice and saying it hit the post. Like I would just be like, it hit the, oh puck, my God. Hit the <laughs> puck. And it, it
1: like throws time. Like, yeah.
2: I, like everyone I, was yeah. as watchers, it was like, oh,
1: like we're all just like, oh, and then I can imagine being in the booth with a microphone being like, oh, what mm-hmm. is
0: happening? <laughs> like yeah, I the p- puck is just yeah. crawling. Like, oh, yeah. it's crazy. I remember this old scenario too. It's off of a face stuff. Cat words at the blue line. I remember talking to her about it and she goes, I went to stop the puck and that stupid referee was like right yes. there and she couldn't like she could so she goes yeah. i was back checking stack as the puck in front of me and all i did was like slash the referee i was so <laughs> mad <laughs> slashes the referee stack misses hit the post first person to get it gusta and then we go back i mean
2: yeah, yeah that was that crazy my number one yeah, yeah I, I guess point. like if I want to play devil's, not devil's advocate, if I want to be fair to like my American friends who I now am in love with, and I <laughs> struggle now to cheer, um, but Hill's overtime goal in, in 2012... Yeah. That's yeah. also like an epic one because you see so many people on the ground and she just like storms in like a train and just slaps that puck in like nobody's business. And it was just epic. Like I, even as, as a Canadian fan back then, I was like, Oh, that was pretty sick. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, no, and it was like fun. A, a Hillary Knight overtime
1: USA game winning goal is like <laughs> synonymous with yeah. USA hockey. Like that's yeah. like, it's almost like too good. To I think be, her, know, like, I think ahead, her
0: in, I was going to say the one in Detroit, Um when they were like boycotting boycotting last year. Uh two thousand seventeen or something. And then she scored an O T with Kendall. Yeah. Where they were coming down and then the Sally and everything, that one was like crazy as well too. So
2: Anything many. in overtime, put me yeah. in coach.
1: Yeah. <laughs> Izzy's looking for an overtime. Well, Izzy, we want to thank you so much for coming on the Noxian CAC show. We hope that your story reaches new audiences, inspires a new generation of commentators and of yes. course opens doors for the next next great adventure that you will find yourself on. Uh, I want to especially thank you for sharing Bill's story and honoring him and what you do every day. Very, Absolutely. very cool stuff. Thank you. We're so proud of you. We're proud to have thank you as you. part Thanks of the for me. This is so fun. Yeah. You can show your support for the PWHPA and even catch Izzy live in action at our upcoming showcases, Owen Sound in Collingwood, Peterborough, Niagara, Barry and Kitchener, Tampa, Washington, all that information and more at pwhpa.com and on social at PWHPA. That's it for this week's episode. Again, thank you guys so much, Izzy. You're fantastic. Thanks for coming, Thanks, Izzy. Guys. Merci. Thank
0: you so much for Merci. having me. Merci beaucoup. <laughs> The Noxie and Cax show on SDPN, produced in
2: partnership with the PWHPA and presented by Sports Interaction. Want to bet? Follow Noxie and Cax on Twitter at 27Noxie and at
0: CareLMRd. The views expressed are those of the individuals and are not necessarily those of the PWHPA. Check out sdpn.ca for more Noxie and Cax and the rest of the SDPN crew. Free scores!